0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the
1: Legacy Podcast. My name's Bill Dupenthaler. And I'm Mike Conan, and this is a podcast for disciples who want to make disciples.
0: All right. Well, hello again, everyone. Uh, As you know, uh, Bill here with Mike. Yep. And we are so happy again to be with you and to be doing our podcast together. Uh, We've had so much fun this last month, haven't we, uh, talking about... The question, what would Jesus do? Yeah it's been really fun it's been it's been really interesting we started off talking about just some general principles on how as followers of Christ we we make decisions about what's right and wrong we talked about going into the scriptures and 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 a lot of things like that if you want to hear that whole thing really please do listen to that podcast but then we got into some specific questions like would Jesus do social media and if he did what would his Instagram handle be and you could listen to that one we, we talked about would Jesus Jesus go to church in twenty twenty-two? And and if so, would he be a Presbyterian? Oh, uh, yeah, we actually didn't answer that question, but but Mike would say likely he would be. But uh, I hope everybody <laughs> who is a part of a denomination <laughs> would like to think Jesus would go to their <laughs> denomination that's or they right. should find another one, right? That's right. But that's, <laughs> but add that to your list of questions to ask Jesus when you get to heaven. And uh and then last week we talked about uh, uh very little talked about life cheat. Uh, that, that Jesus gave us it's called a Sabbath yeah and 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 we talked about how Sabbath maybe has a little bit of a negative connotation for people but in actuality it's a super cool thing that, that God's given us and and so uh today's topic is naturally follows Sabbath right it's politics and would Jesus be involved in politics today in 2022? But that begs a question, doesn't it? And we don't mean that as a politician either. No, no, no. Well, although, you know, actually, he probably wouldn't be a very good politician, would he?
1: I don't know. He spoke his mind a little too he, much, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. Jesus. He said, I'm the way the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's okay, so never mind. He wouldn't be a politician,
1: but would he be involved with politics? Right. Would he have political discussions? Would he vote one side of the aisle or the other? What, how would it work? Yeah. But so... Uh,
0: as we as we were preparing for this topic today, uh, Mike, you you posed a really interesting question that I actually had never thought about until until you posed <laughs> it. <laughs> you said, "So, by the way, just for the heck of it, like, what is politics?"
1: Yeah, right. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. I what mean, is if, politics? It, we have to get common ground for if we're going to talk about would Jesus engage in politics. So, so what is yeah. politics? And your answer, Bill, was what? Well, w- when I think of
0: politics. I think of the process of us deciding who is going to govern us. Who has the power? Yeah. Well, who has the power in and and how we get there. So when I think of oh that's politics or oh that's political, I think of like discussions and and campaigns and and campaign ads and debates and and people making statements that you either agree with or disagree with, and, ooh, that's really... That's, oh, I don't want to talk about politics now. And so when I hear somebody say, oh, I don't talk politics, I, I think of they're talking about... The slimy stuff. Yeah, the 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 process of deciding who's going to govern us, and then the criticizing the people that are governing us that we don't happen to agree with. Or... Or supporting the person that we do agree with, that the that the person across from us does not agree with. So now we're having a political
1: discussion, and 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 it gets ugly. You know that makes sense too, because we aren't. There's something you know about the way that we're wired, and Jesus knew this too when He was here. He, He created controversy all kinds of times, and it helped people think. It helped people get to their core values and what they thought and. Politics does that <laughs> really well. well you know, yeah. It stirs us up and it gets us thinking, it gets us emotional, it gets us going in all kinds of
0: directions, it you know? It does. And, and and like, I mean, something you just said, it, it, I, I, we didn't talk about this in our preparation, but uh, I, I, I thought about that too, that, that Jesus did bring a lot of controversy. And and Jesus, on the one hand, said uh, that he came to give us peace and, and that kind of thing, but he also, you know, kind of said, well, there's going to be a lot of division here too, and and I didn't come necessarily to just bring peace. Uh, yeah. I came to bring a, a very strong message of truth and hope and light and, and all those kinds of things, which actually was very divisive. And so... And so I guess part of the, and this is the point of this whole discussion today, is as followers of Jesus, as disciples, uh, what is our responsibility in this whole idea of politics? Because, I mean, some people say, well, I don't ever talk about politics. I've brought this question up to a few people this week, and I've had people say, oh, I never, ever, ever discuss politics because all it does is just, you know, create controversy and division. And then other people would say, well, no, I... I think it's important to talk about
1: politics. Well, I have a friend and, and who's a, I would consider him a great Christian and evangelist at heart who uh, disciples people who never, ever, ever will talk politics because he believes that you know, as soon as you start talking politics, then there's a good chance that you're, something you believe is going to offend somebody next to you and it might inhibit them from hearing what you have to say. Yeah. Well, let's back up. We're not talking politics here in the church. That's what Jesus dealt with. We're not talking politics in the Little League, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Right, right, we're, right. We're, we're talking... Because whenever... That's another definition of politics, too, is when you have people together and differing views, and then it gets political because people's opinions and who gets the power. And that is the yeah. core of what you're saying, Bill, when you think right. of politics is power. But we're specifically thinking of honestly, Republican, Democrat, you know, like government. Yeah. And so I thought it'd be good to just do a quick civics reminder of, you know, as you called it earlier of, okay, what is politics? You know, in my mind, politics is how we decide how how we're going to be governed and who will govern us. Yeah. And, and it also, there's all kinds of things that, that come about of it, but basically it's the people who make the rules, And the rest of us get to follow the rules. And Mm -hmm. we have, you know, three different branches. We're not going to get into a whole civics lesson, but all of them are about rules. All of them are about uh, figuring out how we can uh, develop a society where we can see justice happen, where we can see uh, injustices rectified, where we can protect the innocent, uh, and in general, where we can see safety um, and all of those things in addition to our common needs, you know, like bridges and roads and all kinds of things that we together could pool and have a greater influence uh, than otherwise. And and so, you know, it's another way to look at it is um, politics is also a lot of rules in the sense that you know, whenever we have a disagreement and in the United States and in everywhere in the world throughout history, uh, everybody's had different opinions uh, and our worldviews are radically different. If you have a Christian worldview, your, your worldview is going to be radically different than somebody who is a pagan. It's it's, you just are going to have some common ground, but you're going to have radically different beliefs right. about a lot of things. And so you're going to have to have rules uh, if you're going to work with each other in harmony. And that's the goal. I mean, it, seem to work that way as you're talking about politics. But yeah. the goal is to create a framework where we can work in harmony with each other.
0: So then in our country, in the United States and many other countries, we have these democratic republics where we then get to elect people who will represent our views. And then they decide on what the rules are going to be. Yep. And they say, okay, we're going to set up these traffic signals at, at intersections, and when the light turns green, you go, and the light turns red, you stop, and and um, and that keeps everybody safe and organized, and
1: and and helps us to have a organized society. Yeah, and 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 I think everybody believes that the American, you know, system and the Constitution is designed to have the most possible authority at the local level, because at the local level, you have the better best understanding of the needs and values in the community. And so uh, we have, of course, federal laws, but we the, the system is designed to be a federalist system where in some ways the states have a larger power than the federal government does.
0: <laughs> and, and I would agree with you. Uh, So so then this brings up now one of our first maybe politically charged topics because there are many people that would Disagree with you, and 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 would say, oh no no, uh, the 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 best way to govern is to have a national policy for things, and we should have. And, and by the way, I'm not advocating this. I just know. I just this is one of the things that you hear. For example, and and hey, why not? Let's dive right in.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this this we're right in the middle of a national de- debate about uh, Roe versus Wade. Right now, you know, and and um, and 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 there's there's the local state level view on how we legislate or don't legislate abortion, and then there's the national uh, laws on how we legislate or don't legislate abortion, and. Uh, my understanding is that Roe v. Wade is a national policy, and there are many people that believe it should be more of a state policy, but that,
1: but depending on, or no policy at all, depending on what your view is. Well, wow, that's a great example of what we are talking about, because in, in government, they, the government is there to legislate in some ways morality. And abortion, for some people, like you're saying, is a morality that should be across the states. It should be something that is, everybody, we have this whole shared morality, and so it should be across the states. And for those who are on the side that you're talking about, the morality is that uh, everyone should be able to do abortions everywhere. Uh, and that's, that's the, what they believe is the best good for society. I don't share that view, but uh, that's what those right. folks believe. Um, and that, But it's pretty rare, honestly, that we, we don't have a lot of things like that, that we legislate for the whole, um, you know, we have our constitution, you know, and our amendments are not very, there's not very many. I mean, and those are the things that are most commonly held. Um, so, but you're right, there is a sense where part of the political part is, okay, what role should government play in morality? And, you know, what role should government play in legislating morality? Uh, what role should we think about when it comes to goodness? Especially when we have people who have different morals, how do, you, how do we work together? Like, how right. do we do this? How much do you control another person's morality? Right? That's, that's the challenge today in the United States. See, Jesus, he didn't have the same challenge at his time because it was a monarchy. He was relatively powerless. I mean, they did what the Romans told them to do. I mean, Jesus wasn't powerless, but he he chose to not intervene. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Right. Yes. I mean, there's that the moment when he is before Pilate is a really powerful moment. Uh, when Pilate says, Are you who you they say you are? Are you this great king? And and you know, you know who I am, right? Like I can do this to you. And he's like, <laughs> Jesus' response is pretty telling. He's like uh, you wouldn't have anything if it didn't come from heaven. Uh, in other words, you know what? Even Pilate's authority, uh, as uh, a part of the Roman Empire representative, was derived from God. Right. And and again, this kind of comes back to where I, th- I think if we think of a foundation for Christianity, and we could circle back to abortion later, but as we think about a foundation for Christianity, that is how we engage in politics. Is the first thing we have to remember is God is in charge.
0: Uh, That's right, and That's Jesus
1: right. had the most corrupt government you can imagine. I mean, just a few, a few decades after Jesus dies, the Roman government is going to start torturing and killing Christians. A few decades, uh, not long, uh, and th- and they're going to do it in a few decades after that as a sport uh, to kill Christians. That is a corrupt government, uh, and yeah. exploiting the poor was normal. Uh, it was par for the course. I mean, everything that you can imagine on the morality side, they were on the wrong side of it, in my humble opinion. Uh, And so Jesus uh, was at a time when, like you said, he was this human, but he was under this government that was corrupt, and he never spoke against it. Like, we don't have one instance where he calls out a government official and says this, He, he deals with a centurion in a gracious way, he deals with Pilate in a relatively gracious way, yeah. And so we see him interacting with church leaders in a whole different way because that's a place where he um, believed um, and acted in such a way that he believed change was needed. And so we, this isn't a a podcast about church and would Jesus get involved in local church um, governments? The answer right. to that would be yes, yeah, hundred percent yes. We don't have anything. For him getting involved in government, but he was in a different kind of government, right? So and then, it, makes it and, then,
0: and then, and the only time he really was questioned about something along those lines, well, should we pay taxes? Yeah, he essentially said, absolutely, pay your taxes. If if whatever whatever you owe Caesar, you know, pay it, and and then obviously, uh, give to God what is God's. Uh, and, and just like we talked about last week, well, would Jesus go to church? Uh, I mean, there, there wasn't really necessarily a lot of specific verses in the Bible that said, yes, and Jesus attended temple every week. Uh, but we know that, that, uh, he was never criticized for not attending temple, so we would assume that that means that he did attend temple and in, in the same way he was he was never criticized for um, not paying taxes or not submitting to the government. and so then we can assume that he did submit to the Roman laws and 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 was uh, a law-abiding citizen.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's an accurate uh, take on things and and as we shift gears and, and keep staying on the, the same topic, let me ask you this. Do you think Jesus today would think that government is the answer to society's problems? Because I think that's one of the challenges that we see on the left and the right in our world today. And we just have to own, own our own bias. Most, Both of us tend to be more conservative and less government is, is in general better. And, and in some areas with morality, we want to yeah. see some regulation, but um, uh, that's our bias coming in. But do you think Jesus, as he, do you think he would look to the government today and say, you know what, there's this problem here, there's this problem here, there's this problem here. You guys should be addressing these problems, and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously acknowledging my
0: bias, uh, I'm. Yeah, I mean, you still, I don't know. Uh, because there, there, there are uh, plenty of, like, bigger question issues that seem to be in the purview of, of the government to, to organize those things and to control those things. Uh, would Jesus today uh, look to government to, to, to be uh, you know, in charge of those things? Maybe he would. W- would Jesus be a conservative and say, oh, no, it should be the private sector that handles
1: all those things? Uh, I don't know. I tend to think like you, Bill. That it, it, there's not a there's not a right or wrong here. I don't. We don't know. We're just guessing. I think that both of us, though, believe in sinfulness, and we believe yeah pretty strongly in sinfulness. And I I would say both of us believe pretty strong in greed. And as an example, and if you just allow companies to run rampant, they are going to take advantage of employees. Uh, they will. And so, if society does not make some sort of laws that protect employees from employers, uh, we would see uh, a, a true—you uh, know—libertarian would say, "Well, the the market would eventually sort itself out." I, I'm not there. I think that we are so evil that we have to have some rules in place that protect innocent people and protect powerless people, and it's and it's important. Um, I also think there are, are times when the government oversteps. Uh, There are times when uh, the government uh, has great intentions and great ideas. Like, for instance, uh, when we looked at all the the legislation that came about in the 60s that ended up in the welfare uh, system that we have now. Great idea. Okay, we see these single moms. We see people who are struggling financially. We want to help get them to a better place financially. So what we're going to do is offer this assistance to them because they're in need. And then what ended up happening was, unfortunately, it went the other way around, where it kind of incentivized uh, people to then um, not have a dad in the home. And we see this huge, huge influx now of, especially in impoverished areas, single moms, which in the 60s was not popular. Uh, not as popular, I should say. I mean, it's, it's sevenfold, eightfold now, uh, what it was then. And that's crazy uh, to think about those things. And so sometimes that government thinks, you know, we think we're helping people by solving their problems, but in in the end, we end up causing more problems. So that's where it gets tricky.
0: Well, yeah, and and that's just one topic. And there are, I mean, and, and we could get into, but we're not. I promise you, we are not going to get into, really get into all these hot topics because we just don't simply have time. Uh, but the, but the. Sort of the general question though is uh, not only what well would Jesus get involved in politics, maybe maybe not uh, but what about us as humans that are not Jesus but we're followers of Jesus uh, how do we approach this whole idea of of politics and and getting involved in politics uh voting being uh, uh obedient citizens um or is there a point where we where we disobey laws, or are, are or you know stay out of these things? Uh, and we're not even getting into yet the 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 whole idea of whether we even just talk about it. But I mean, in the in the bigger picture, uh, as followers of Christ, what is the right thing to do?
1: Be political or not? Well, that's where the tricky part gets right and. Maybe a good way to tackle it would be, well, what if we didn't get involved? What if Christians said, you know what, like the world pushback is, and this is what I feel in the world today, is we don't want Christians involved in any decision making. Hey, separation of church and state. Yes. You cannot push your values and your morals on all of us, even though every single law that is on the books, every single one of them is an expression of a moral or value. Okay. Right. And that we're told as Christians, we don't want your morals and values uh, put into the government sphere. Uh, I, I think that that's wrong. I mean, we could talk about the framers of the Constitution and uh, whether they were Deists, whether they were Christians, but there certainly is an assumption there of a Judeo-Christian ethics and uphold the the freedom that's given in the Constitution. And so, um, anyway, all that to say. If, if I were to look at the extreme and, and if the answer to the extreme is, well, Christians should not get involved in politics. You know, we should leave that only, you, only, you can only get involved in politics if you're a non-Christian. Uh, because that that's, you know, we can't have Christians in it. That for me seems totally wrong because you're, right. you're not bringing salt and light then into, when we're making decisions about morality and what we're going to have is our, our morality as a nation, I don't think we should be all Christians, because we're not an all-Christian nation. We have to learn to live with other people, obviously. But boy, we should be involved in some way, I would think, in either representative form, or, or ourselves, or our votes, or those things. What do you think? Well, I think so,
0: I, I, yes. The, the idea of, of us completely isolating ourselves from the world just doesn't make any sense. In fact, Jesus said, be in the world. So don't be of the world. Don't be. Don't be like them. But be among them. Be. Be in the world. And uh, it, it, like like the whole idea of of Christians separating themselves out. And oh, I only I only go to uh, Christian restaurants and where I know that the people are Christians. Or I only go to you know uh you know my my. My insurance agent is it's it's Trinity Insurance or something. You know, I mean, I only I only only deal with Christians. I don't infect myself with. I have
1: a Christian cell phone. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: I have a Christian yeah. cell phone company uh, and all that kind of stuff. I, I I don't buy that. I I I think that the Lord does want us to be involved in the world and and absolutely just like we need Christian plumbers and we need. Christian, we need people that love Jesus in every walk of life, and certainly we need we need people that love Jesus that are that are politicians and involved in civic activities and and and
1: uh, yeah, I mean I think it's great. Well, if we look throughout history, Christians have been the ones who have brought the most good, in my opinion, to so many different things. Yeah, And let's pick a topic: slavery. I mean, it was Christian William Wilberforce, famous in England, right. I mean, right. he was the, the famous driving force of ending slavery in England, and he was a pastor. Uh, and same thing, that same thing happened in the United States, where it was the Christians who led the charge, bringing their sense of morality to the rest of the nation. And again, I don't mean to say that others have a different morality, but we have, a, a I think, a strong morality, uh, and that would be a great example, I think, today. Racism is another one, where, uh, you know, we can... Disagree about how much racism is there, but all Christians should hate racism. All Christians right. should fight against racism. All, it shouldn't even be a a debate. But another example, I mean, Martin Luther King, who's
0: a pastor. Yep. Again. Yeah. You know, uh, that that was one of the greatest uh, Americans ever in this in this whole certainly very politicized topic of racism. I don't know that that's actually a really a political matter. In terms of how we govern, that, that shouldn't be a
1: matter at all. In terms of how we govern, well, it's a value, and, and it's a, a value, and, it, and it's a, and there's a sense of justice, I think, that is yeah, also that's true. There. Like so, when we think of the government, you know, it's there to protect the innocent, it's there to give us a common good, and it's also there to provide morality, but it's also there to make sure justice happens.
0: And, and but to not govern differently based on the color of somebody's skin. Right. So, so from that standpoint, it that the race should not be a a political issue. It 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 should be non political because it shouldn't matter which party
1: exactly. Right. right. And and to be honest, I think a lot of these topics that I listed as kind of our hot topics Mm -hmm. that we could talk about fall into that category of. For me, this is not a political issue. For instance, you mentioned abortion earlier. For me, that's not a political issue. I can't. uh, And I'll you know my two cents on it is, is, I have sat with hundreds of people who differ with me on this issue and Christians who differ with me on this issue. And I cannot understand the other side. Uh, and the other side, not being Democrat or Republican, the other side being pro-abortion versus, or pro-choice, sorry, uh, for me, it's just pro-abortion versus, you know, pro-life, which is anti-abortion. Right. And uh, especially fascinating and, and to, for me, I'll enter into this topic on Facebook. I'll enter this topic in other discussions with people, uh, because for me, this is not a political issue. It's a morality issue, and it's a responsibility that the government has, but also we have to protect the innocents. And as Christians, we will be held accountable for how we protected those who are innocent, collectively and individually, yeah. I think. And,
0: and And I agree with you, but then there are Lots and lots of other people who love Jesus and are followers of, of Christ who would say, Oh, it's really, really important for us to have women have the right to choose what they want to do with their bodies. And so they frame the question completely differently. And and
1: uh And we end up talking past each other. Yeah. Right. Because they're talk- right. I'm talking about the sanctity of life, and they're talking about their their bodies. Right. Right. And, and then we end up at a whole different you're right. A whole different discussion where we're not even talking about the same thing.
0: Right. And so and so that's where I guess the the let's just get into this topic now of talking about politics. Right. So and and this came up a lot in 2020 especially but even in 2021 and 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 of course today as well but but especially you, you remember in 2020 with all of the 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 riots and 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 churches being closed down yeah. and and things like that there were a lot a lot a lot of discussions amongst well amongst everybody in society but certainly among Christians that were saying You you know, if you you don't support BLM, how can you be a Christian? And others saying, if you do support BLM, how can you be a Christian? And people saying, if you don't shut your church down, you know, how can you be a Christian? You have to— You're not loving your neighbor. You're not loving your neighbor. And others saying, if you— don't open your church up. How can you be a Christian? Because you're... Not allowing, worshiping the Lord. Yeah, you're allowing the government to, to to tell you you can't gather and worship the Lord. You know, so... And you could go through right down the, the list of every every issue that's come up in the last few years. Uh, and and there are very... Well, to quote Mr. Trump, there are good people on both sides. Oh, my gosh, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true.
1: There are good people on both sides of every one of these questions, you know? Well, and that, that dovetails right into that part. Well, what obligation do you have to stand up for truth? You know, and what obligation do you have to push your truth forward? You know, and that's something that to each individual, I think you have to wrestle through. I'm, or what obligation
0: do you have to not speak up? Right. And to, and to just be quiet.
1: Right. And pursue deference. You right. Know, right. As followers of Jesus. It's a difficult question. You know, it, it is interesting. And my personal view is um, a couple of things. One is when it comes to some political things, uh, I'll step forward. And the reason I'll step forward is is it's almost always a response to Christians being pushed out. And Christians me made to feel crazy for what we believe. Um, and... And I will step forward. And I, I do that as a leader to let, not because I think I can change people's minds. Cause if there's one thing I've learned, you don't really change a lot of people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm pursuing things on social media, or when I'm talking about things, I'm just trying to, when society is trying to push an agenda down people's, uh, which I feel like is happening in our schools, happening in our colleges, um, TV, TV all media outlets, I mean we just saw the Twitter banning all these conservatives but and Christians but not the other side. So it's it's everywhere is pushing one way. I feel like it's my responsibility when the sailboat's going one way to push it out the other way to let people know who are on the other side. You're not crazy. You know, if if you believe that life is 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 something to be protected and honored, you're not crazy. Um and I don't know what it would be like if it was the other way around where we were in a utopian, you know, an art side of this aisle, you know, like I, maybe I'd push the other way. And, and that's what I did in the church. You know, when I was in a conservative church, I pushed them more, to more social justice things when I was, uh, you know, so it's just kind of a, it's, it's fascinating. Like as a leader, your, your response to those things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh,
0: at least in the last couple of years, I, I've, probably not probably i I for sure have have been much more on the side of i just don't say anything publicly at all yeah it's wise you know uh well it does feel like it just because um i've got more important things to i mean and, and, and people say well how could it be any more important than the life of a baby or how could it be any more important than than racism or racial justice or anything like that. And and all those things are super important, but I, I guess there is one topic that's more important and that's people's eternities. Yes. You know? Yes. And and so I would I would rather not burn a bridge of a relationship over a disagreement on one of these hot topics and 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 continue to have the relationship so we can talk about following Jesus and in, 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 in the, the
1: things that are the most important. Well, that's so wise. You know, I think that's, that's such a good way to, to segue kind of our last little topic here. So do you think Jesus would listen to political podcasts or watch political TV shows?
0: Because
1: hmm. I think that's, that's the thing that we see fueling so much of this. And, and yeah. as I think about it, Every time I watch one of those shows or listen to those podcasts, I think about the hundreds of millions of dollars that are coming in and the millions of dollars that person is making or trying to make. And what they're trying to do is push my buttons in such a way that I will keep listening to their podcast and keep giving them uh, advertising revenue. And I think about that all the time when it comes to CNN, Fox News, Amazon, NBC uh, you know, you conservative yeah. podcast, Rush Limbaugh's dead now, whatever, you know, like, is Jesus Maddo. talking to Rush Limbaugh in heaven now? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's like that, it is that moment where you think, should we be engaged in that stuff as Christians? And I think my answer to that is maybe, but not the way that some people are. It, it needs to be in moderation. Uh, and uh, during political seasons and when we're voting and stuff all of us i think get pulled into it and even my kids at one point are like dad you listen to that stuff too much you know and it's like oh i I tend to listen to one side more than the other but i tend to listen to both sides and it's fascinating though i don't know what do you think (laughs) well i don't know if jesus would listen to uh
0: uh, podcasts or not, and and if he did, would he use Apple or or Spotify? I don't know, uh, but uh, but I I think Jesus would definitely be well aware of all the issues. However, he chose to make himself aware, and and um, and again, you know, we're not Jesus, so. Uh, in in a way, what would Jesus do is is kind of a, a weird sort of hypothetical because he knows everything anyway. But I, I guess in terms of for us as humans as followers of Jesus, uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's good for us to be aware of what the issues are and what the discussions are that are that are out there, and and to be wise and 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 informed uh, and ready to talk about things that are important, uh, but. But maybe, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, for me, that's not gonna be
1: the leading uh, topic of, of, of my conversation. But on the podcast, and it sounds like you're like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it just seem like it would. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. All right, so here's the question, let's finish it up here. Would Jesus do politics today? <laughs> what would Jesus do, Bill?
0: Jesus would do what is best. <laughs> i don't know i i i really don't know i uh, i think that's uh for us wwjd what what would jesus do i don't know what does jesus want us to do i i think it it would be to to be to be wise and to be loving uh and and to and to do our best to um submit to the government uh, as much as we can, well, <laughs> to submit to the government until it got to a point where the government was doing something that was absolutely uh, immoral to the point where we, we you know, if, if if we lived in a government where there was another Hitler and we're starting to, you know, do something like that, we'd say, okay, no more, we can't, we can't do that. If the government got to the point where in, in the book of Acts that they said, you cannot talk about Jesus anymore, then, then, then I would have to say, well, I'm not going to stop talking about Jesus. You can
1: arrest me if you want, but I'm not going to stop talking about Jesus. Right, right. I, I think I would come down to the same place as you as far as what would Jesus do. I don't think Jesus would get involved in politics. I don't think he would. But having said that, I think he wants some of us to be involved in politics. Uh, I think that he wants uh, some of us to step forward and be politicians. He wants us to be people who are working for good in our government and fighting for justice in our government. Uh, I do think that. You yeah. know? I think do you think, like you said, though, he would want us to be people who are pursuing things wisely, so not short-sightedly. Uh, he would want people uh, to follow his principles, because as we follow those, we get to see goodness happen in front of us, and we get to see morality happen in front of us. Uh, but we also, I think there's got to be forbearance, I mean, in the world that we live in, because we it's not a Christian world. We're not looking at, this isn't heaven. <laughs> I mean, we're not creating a utopia. Yeah. yeah, And so I think that the answer is, yeah, I don't think Jesus would do it, but some of us are called to. And in fact, I think most of us are called to engage and vote and in, in a society that we're a part of uh, to continue to pursue all that God would have for us. Yeah. And so I guess that's probably a good way to end it is neither of us really have the answer to this. <laughs> yeah. So what would
0: Jesus do? We don't know. <laughs> but but we do but we do believe that that Jesus wants us to be engaged in in society.
1: And you and every single one of us. So Bill approaches it one way. I approach it another way. And every single one of us has to pursue our, what God's calling us to do in this area. I think Yeah. this is a really unique area where if nobody engages, we're in real trouble. And if everybody engages, we're in real trouble. And so you have to figure out exactly, you know, what the Lord's calling you to do and whatever season I think. So Yeah. anyway, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I hope this WWJD has been as fun for you as it has been for us. I mean, we, when we get in these topics, we, we can't cover them all. And we, we, probably get derailed too many times but it's been kind of fun yeah uh, to go through and we hope that you've enjoyed it as well uh,
0: as and we're always, gonna do a few more
1: yeah we've got a few more coming that'll yeah. that'll be stirring your pot a little bit too you know maybe hint hint at what might be coming and then uh on- on The other side of it, we just appreciate you listening. Yeah. We would appreciate it if you do listen on Apple Podcast to give us a five star review and tell us a little bit about how much you love this podcast. We, we would really appreciate that. It helps us. Uh, we also would say, Hey, go to r2legacy.com and become a prayer partner with us, become a financial partner with us. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, and in general, we're just very, very thankful uh, that you listen. And if this is one of those where you're like, Man, you know, so and so they could really use this podcast, uh, we encourage you to share it with them. Yeah. And uh, that'd be great. Great. All that to say, uh, we're glad you listen. And we're also hopefully that every single one of us can be a disciple who makes disciples. Amen. Amen.